Am I doing this right? How many snacks has he had today? No, no, please do not eat the dog food. Uh, I think he peed on the floor. What do we make this kid for lunch today? Can you say, Dada? Can you say, Mama? Will I ever sleep again? Welcome to Probably Okay Parenting. A podcast where we talk about whatever's on our minds in our parenting journey. Really sold us on that one. You don't like that? Um, wait, say it one more time. A podcast where we talk about whatever's on our minds during our parenting journey. Fair enough, but that's not totally true because you you have like an agenda. You come with like a, you know, handwritten notes. That's what's on my mind. Fair enough. Yeah, I've been trying to find the little thing, zippity zip thing I say at the beginning, and I change it up every time. And I think, you know, 20 something episodes in, we still haven't found it. But this had zippity, but no zip. Oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? So I'm getting closer. Too much zip tea. Mm, okay, good to know. And that's a good segue for. I'm Allison. I'm Brian. We have an 18. Going on 19. Trying to calculate months. if he's 19 months yet. Nope, not yet, but soon. Two days. But we agreed we're done with the months, right? We're just a year and a half. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so today we are going to be reviewing a book called Eight Secrets to Raising Successful Kids by Dr. Kevin Lehman. Before we get to that, we'll just give a little brief recap of what we've been up to in toddlerdom. Break, break, recap, recap, recap. Recaps. All right, go for it. Hit us. Okay, so first off, I just wanted to chat with you, Brian, because I think I offended you earlier this week, and I didn't no. mean to. <laughs> first of all, it would take a lot for you to offend me. I know, I know, as but you know, you seemed kind of hurt when I brought this one thing up, so I thought we could hash it out on the pod. Sure. Do you know what I'm referring to? Not even a little. Okay. So I was just making an observation a few days ago when our son is learning more and more little words and phrases every day. It's super fun. But obviously he doesn't articulate perfectly. So oh, like Oh, I know what you're saying. He says, for example, instead of all right, all right, or all done, he says, all done. We know what he's saying, but obviously it's not going to be perfect, and nor do I expect it to be at this stage. But I had made a remark that I noticed that you had started echoing his speech patterns back to him. So instead of saying all done, you would start saying all done. And I think it's like in an effort to kind of like talk his language with him and meet him on his level. But I kind of felt like, shouldn't we always say the exact word and then that's what he's striving to replicate instead of saying his baby talk version because then he's going to start trying to imitate that instead of the word itself so i tried to approach it very delicately but tell me your thoughts oh first of all spoken like a colonizer let me just (laughs) say that um i do not think that we get to decide what is right as far as language um you know i think we have to decide on what is the sort of vernacular that we are going to share as we very often have many inside jokes and things that we say that make no sense to another person. Okay. Many of those things may be sounds or, you know, uh, words that, that we know again, that, that maybe if we utter to other people would be like, I, you're speaking gibberish to me right now. Uh huh. So I don't, you know, I don't agree with that. Now, I understand where you're coming from because we want to provide a good example. If he's going to, you know, 
or we want to provide a good example for for like the language he's going to speak predominantly and obviously we are doing that most of the time however of course you know i think it's fine basically is what i'm saying of course it's fine but for the sake of the pod <laughs> this is what we do we dig into meaningless things and debate them I yes, just no, I, I yeah, I yeah. I just feel that. like yeah. if we're just imitating his baby talk, like when he says "ada," he thinks he's saying "all done." So then, if we start saying how he says it, then that's what he's going to have in his head. Is what he's trying to replicate. Okay, and then what? Let Let's just play this out. Play it out, okay? Okay. okay. Then I think he's going to be seventeen years old and at his girlfriend's parents' house for a meal to meet them and they're going to say, excuse me, sir, would you like any more beef stroganoff? And he's going to say, Auda. Is stroganoff say, like a, what is that? I got to be honest. I have no idea. Okay. What is it? You tell I me. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but okay. is it like German, Polish, something? I think it's, it's a European like food something that kind. his future girlfriend's parents would serve him when he comes over for dinner for the first time. Uh, okay. And I just want him to be in a position where, you know. Okay. I think obviously we know that you're kidding. And to that extent, he's going to learn how to say all done. So if we say all done and then he's like, all duh. And then we say all duh. I think that's, it'll, it'll be okay. It's probably okay. Is what you're saying? I think I'm not even saying it's probably okay. I'm saying it's definitely okay. Okay, But were you offended when I brought this up in a very delicate manner? No, I was not offended at all. However, um, you, you know, I just thought it was funny when you first brought it up. That's why throughout the week I've been like, oh, we better not talk any gibberish to him. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll never learn to speak. Okay, good, good. You know, it was brought to our attention from a DFP that uh, they felt like we're at odds a lot of times, you and I. Ooh, at odds. <laughs> yes. and Or I guess the terminology that this particular DFP used was um, not on the same page. But I think you and I are quite on the same page and we might play it up a little bit for the spiciness of the pod. <laughs> there is a certain level of, uh, you know, caricature <laughs> here for sure. So fear not DFP. But I think anyone who really knows us and spends time like hanging out with both of us knows. Which is all we, of the DFPs. Yeah, which is <laughs> most of the listeners of the pod. We have, uh, you know, we both are very strongly, strong-willed people with strong opinions. And you love to argue. It's like it's like a sport for you. It's, it, fun. it's like a shame, and I'm not the only person who has told you this, but <laughs> it is a shame that you did not go into law because yeah, you're yeah. just so good at arguing, and you love to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think obviously we're, we are. We share all the same values. It just these little nitpicky things are really fun to just kind of go back and forth about. Yep. All right. Any other recap, delicious things you want to talk about? Um, it's always hard for me to remember, like literally, what I had for lunch. So you know, whenever you're like, okay, what are we going to recap? Well, just you know, consult your notes that you did when you okay. were doing the pre-show prep that yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Pre-show prep. Let me see here. My notes. Okay. Um, you want me to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> We had a night away. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, not much to talk about as it relates to the pod. Uh, but, you know, we did have a night away thanks to Nana. Nana. <laughs> yes. Our son's grandmother watched him overnight. And would you say it's getting easier to leave him, like, as he gets older? No. But um, 
I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That it should be getting easier? <laughs> yeah, maybe it should be getting easier, but it's not necessarily. I mean, I don't like to spend a night away from him. Mainly, I also don't like to be like away from him in the morning. I like to be there when he's up. Yeah, I thought it was interesting how different he reacts to different people. Like, he has not taken a morning nap for us in six months at least. What do you mean? Oh, you like mean he's like, been on one yeah. nap. And yeah, then yeah, when Nana was watching him this weekend, she had texted us in the morning like, when you come back, just be quiet because he's sleeping. And I was like, what? It was like 9 a.m. He fell asleep on her, which is very sweet. But he's never done that with us. So it's just like, you know. That's funny. He never does that at home. Exactly. Um, anyway. Just very different with different people, which I, I'm assuming is pretty common among kids yeah any it's rare that we have gone out without him um especially like because we stayed out overnight Ooh, we did an overnight at at church um or you know how they don't they do like overnights at church and stuff like like a lock-in yeah Uh, okay i do want to just say side note going to your church and calling it a (laughs) lock-in that is horrifying i just want to i went there we don't want to offend any of the dfps okay i do anyway (laughs) um anyway thank you thank you to nana yeah shout out shout out all right one more thing i wanted to talk about and we've talked about this a little bit before but it's just tough um trying not to offend the babysitter i feel like because what do you mean by that? Okay, I'll elaborate. So we have a babysitter who comes twice a week, but she's been having um, a little bit, some conflicts or stuff going on with her family, and so she's had to cancel a few times. Just putting it out there for the world like that? Well, I'm not saying her name. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay. She fell down the stairs. And no, do you think this is a violation of her privacy? I don't think so. Um. Well, listen, uh, Susan, if you're listening. <laughs> it's no, not her I'm name. just kidding. That's not no. her name. I don't think she listens. I, well, that would be interesting. You know, we can pray at the lock-in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So anyway, today she had to cancel 20 minutes before she was supposed to come, which is obviously not ideal, but luckily your schedule was pretty light and you were able to move stuff around and you just stayed home with them and I went to work and it was fine. But this coming up, in well, two thanks, days from thankfully now. he does take a three hour nap in the middle of yes, the day. Yes, that's so. nice too. But um, this couple of days from now, we have something where we absolutely cannot risk it. We have to have childcare because I'm going to be out of town. You're going to be working. And so it just makes us a little nervous. This has happened a few times with the last minute cancellations, not consecutively, but like no one's blaming her. It is what it is. And she's got stuff coming up. But a lot of preamble. Okay, here. I know, I know. I'm sorry. This is not that interesting. But I mean, none of this is. So if you're here, no, you're no. Here. I think that everything has been interesting, except um, there was one thing earlier, but it, it doesn't even matter because I, I honestly don't even wow. remember what it was. But okay, um, moving on from here. <laughs> okay, so basically, I think I need to reach out to her and just say, you know what, I got to cancel Thursday because. We just can't risk a last minute cancellation. So we and kind of are being flaky. I need to go with sense. a more sure thing because I have to know right. we're good to go on Thursday. Um, so but you know that then you're risking her saying, well, I'm definitely going to be there. Thursday. She's going to say that. I right. know she is. Right. And she's going to be hurt. She's going to feel like we're punishing her, I think. <laughs> That's strong language. <laughs> okay. You sit in this corner, miss. Actually, funny you bring that up because that's going to come back in our main segment. But anyway. Oh, good. One. Uh, I'm not trying to punish her. One way to <laughs> never 
raise your child, you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. I look forward to debating Foreshadow. So do you think that I, I don't want to feel like, well, since you canceled, now we're canceling on you. Tit for tat. Like, it's no, not no, like no. that. It's no one's saying that. So I'm going to have to like over explain. I'm going to have to send her a novel of a text and just be like, I don't think you need to do that. I think you can just say, hey, you know what? Our schedule. Ch-. You don't have to even say anything. Hey, our schedule changed. We don't actually need you for Thursday. Thanks. So lie. You could just say, hey, you know what? Our plans changed. We no longer need you for Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the why I say that Allison loves to argue right there because <laughs> she can like, I didn't even play back the words I was saying, but she can just pick out one word and be like, hmm, and that completely changes the whole me. This is why you should have been a lawyer. That's exactly what I'm well, saying. Well, coulda, shoulda, woulda. It's not too late. All right. Other than that, I'm a little bit anxious because. We're going to need a lawyer because you're just outing our babysitter and all of her personal I haven't language. outed anything. Anyway, I'm a little anxious because I'm going out of town this weekend to visit family and Brian will be alone with our child for four days, which is <laughs> wait, fine. Wait, what, what, yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it, but uh, longtime listeners will remember yes. that Brian has some issues with My his. sciatica. <laughs> exactly. Spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It, that sounds extreme, but you know yeah. what? It is extreme. So. Again, we need this babysitter to come back over the weekend. We can't have her be like, um, yeah, fuck actually, it. fuck y'all. Yeah, so can't offend her too much. He has a little bit of help coming in, but mostly it's going to be the Brian show, and it's a little nerve wracking. I should do a solo pod. <laughs> that would be thrilling. <laughs> just, it would just you damn. be like, oh, what happened? Um, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> At least there would be some funny moments. Okay, so that's what's going on in our world. Should we move on? No. Do you have any parenting confessions to confess? <laughs> I have no parenting confessions to We've confess. We've gotten a lot of feedback that that's a fan favorite segment. So mm. DFPs, I'll try to do something that I need to <laughs> confess to liven up the pod. Great. Parenting news. So today we're talking about eight secrets to raising successful kids by Dr. Kevin Lehman. One for each night of Hanukkah. Basically, one for each night of the lock-in. So Mm -hmm. do you want to know what they are? (laughs) Are you curious? Does this title make you want to grab the book off the shelf? Did you just make my ears bleed? Um, Here's a better question. How many post-its did you <laughs> use in well, this Well, you know, book? in a library book, you For can't write in it. For those that are um, not experiencing this podcast on YouTube or TikTok, <laughs> um, <laughs> Allison has about 35 post-its in this okay. book here. You can't write in a library book, so this is how, how many people I are not going to be like, oh, y'all are on YouTube and TikTok? Everybody is searching right now. Probably. 100%. Everyone in... He world. was joking. We're not quite there yet. But when we Why do, are you saying that? we have a great sign. Don't be embarrassed about it. Okay, so are you dying to know? Oh, I appreciate that you matched the color of the post-it with the inside cover of the book. Oh, yeah. Details. Okay, I got to read it's you. A, it's like a sky blue. I just want the listeners to really be If aware. you're not watching on video. If you're not watching. I got to read you the little intro. And oh, if Lord. the title didn't Talk hook you. Talk about boring. If the title didn't hook you, I'll bro, be honest. I don't even to. remember what the title is. <laughs> I heard eight something. Okay, good. So a little bit of it grabbed you. Okay, great. All right, here we go. <clears throat> There's a lot of words here, listeners. So saddle in. <laughs> Imagine this scene. You arrive home ex- Sorry. rude. 
You arrive home exhausted after finishing a huge work project. Your 11-year-old son and 14-year-old daughter are in the kitchen. Let me get that for you, Mom. That looks heavy. Your son sprints toward you to take your bag of groceries, sets it on the I'd counter. i like, first of all, why are you running in the house? And starts putting the food away in the fridge and pantry. I knew you'd be beat tonight, so I'm making spaghetti. Wait, what? <laughs> it's the least I can do. It's the least I can I know somebody's going to beat you <laughs> no, up, but no, the no, least no. I could do is make tired. you this biscotti. <laughs> no. I knew you'd be tired tonight, so I'm making spaghetti. It's the least I can do since you went grocery shopping for us after your long day, your daughter says. She turns from the stove, a smudge of red sauce on her cheek to give you a hug. Uh, sis, you're wearing some of our dinner, your son jokes, and flicks the sauce off his sister's cheek with a dish towel. Wait, is this from you know, the book or <laughs> this is a clip from Everybody Loves Raymond or something? <laughs> she laughs. Thanks. Oh, and we remembered it's grandma's birthday tomorrow, your son says. We order her some flowers, her favorites, roses, your daughter adds. Go relax, mom. We got this, your son grins. I'll even clean up her mess, he nods towards his sister. Your daughter lovingly herds you out of the kitchen and down the hallway. I'll call you when dinner's ready. Such welcome home scenes and the kids in them don't have to exist only in your dreams. I know because my five, my five grown-up my kids five. were just like that and still are every time they return home. Wait, so now we're no longer imagining things? Correct. <laughs> oh, okay. You too. That was a harsh <laughs> transition. <laughs> you too. Imagine yourself. <laughs> <laughs> can get such children at your home address by using the time tested. Wait, is this going to be like <laughs> a catalog? Order now <laughs> yeah, exactly. to save fifteen percent. Where do you find these fucking weird books? <laughs> First of all, say, imagine a place, and then the lady's <laughs> patting herself on the back. Now she's just selling perfect children. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a man. First of all. Oh. Anyway, these time-tested techniques have already helped hundreds of. Thousands of families. They yeah, can transform right. your fo- your home and your family too. All <laughs> right, now, are you interested or what? Yes, and the hundreds of thousands of <laughs> listeners of this podcast are as well. Yes, 100%. So you're telling me, first of all, there's so many things wrong with that image. I just want to start there. First of all, if my son is making me box spaghetti on a <laughs> Monday night, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> okay. Okay, are you ready for this first strategy? I Yeah, I think so. Start with the end in mind. To get to your goal, you first have to know your target. Okay, we can skip this one just because that, I feel like, is every self-help concept. Are you wrong? Am I wrong in stating that? Start with the goal. Fair. Number two. Okay, thank God. Because <laughs> that, that first one was number two. Okay, go on. Expect the best, get the best. Ooh, what does that mean? Okay, let's dig in here. So basically, this chapter talked a lot about, like, responses to tantrums or responses to behaviors that you don't want to see frequently and how you respond to them and what kind of behaviors that you expect and what kind of behaviors you demand to see. Ooh, okay. I don't know how I feel about that language, but okay. Well, that's my language. I don't want to put that on Dr. Kevin Lehman. Okay. Thank you. Sure. So when a child has a tantrum, he says, most parents try to talk him out of it. They say, oh honey, don't be like that or stop that this instant or offer treats if he stops. Um, but basically, all that is real bad, according to Dr. Kev. Why? Uh, because you're giving, well, obviously, giving them a treat if they stop is just kind of like rewarding the behavior and teaching them that, like, you can get a treat by tantruming. 
Fair. And, um, so, so what you do with our dog, you're saying? Literally, yes. So basically, he suggests just like continuing what you were doing. So let's say you were having a conversation and your child starts throwing a fit, throwing food or, you know, doing whatever. You're supposed to continue Tearing a conversation, continue what you were doing, remove the food from the high chair so that, you know, the child can't continue throwing the food. And then without any kind of word to the toddler or showing any frustration or anger, like you can't show any emotion, just like nonchalantly move the toddler around the corner or move yourself so that they can't see you anymore. And so they can't like start to act out to try to get your attention. Now, yeah. I feel like that would just escalate it, but I guess maybe then after a certain That's time. That's exactly what we were taught to do with teaching. I feel remove like. Remove yourself? Not remove yourself, but remove the stimuli, basically. So, like, you know, you can't react. That same thing. I realize removing yourself from the equation physically, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I Obviously, don't think you that can do that with sense. a class of 37 You graders. can't do that aspect, but you cannot react. That's what yes. I'm saying. You don't want to have a strong reaction to Outwardly. someone else's strong reaction. So. I think the same thing with the kid. Uh, I don't know, though. I mean, if they're, like, really losing their shit and you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to go in the other room. No, so you're not even supposed to do that. You no, don't no, address I, that. Yes, no, I got that. Okay. I, was, I, I just mean in you're now head. going into another room and they're going to just, like, tear up the entire place. Yeah, and I just don't feel like I have the ability to, like, sit in a separate room <laughs> and listen to them scream. Well, in this I'm, case, they're I'm in a gonna high chair. I'm going to just read now. Yeah, they're in a high chair, so they're not going to tear up the room, but... The screaming, like, it is really hard, but I think that's what he's saying. Sorry. Listen okay. to it. Okay, I don't agree with that, because I think, like, I under, I, obviously I think we shouldn't reward tantrums and things like that, but tantrums are not happening because they want them to. Right. And, like, when I feel angry, it's not because... I don't want to feel angry, you know what I mean? It, I, it's not because I want to feel that way. Yeah. So I think with that... You know, I'm trying to empathize with the kid and they don't even know what to do with the, with the information they're being provided, whether it's like it's, you know, the cheese is not the same color as the other cheese they ate yesterday. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. So later in the chapter, he says, if your four year old gives up partway through putting her toys away, point that out gently. I see you put half of your toys away. Thank you. Go ahead and finish putting the rest of them away while I make dinner. After all, you're an Anderson, and we Andersons always finish what we start. I mean, uh, sure, for the <laughs> Andersons, but... Well, that was it. So I guess that's just what he assumes is going to work. There's no follow-up on that. I don't know. Something in me tells me that might not be the end of the discussion. Huh. You ready for strategy number three? Yeah, especially if you put the mic in front of your mouth. Great. Give and you shall receive. Okay. So basically, don't, don't be rude to your kid. <laughs> yeah. Don't abandon your child emotionally or otherwise. Yeah, but so it's more about showing respect to your kid first. Right. Okay. Meaning, I mean, like, do we need to hear more about Do you that? not understand that? I think I get it. Okay, great. Okay, great. Ready for number four? I think so. Role model a disciplined life. Okay. Is that not the same as the previous one? Just I don't like think model so. what you want to see? No, because that's specifically referring to showing respect to your child. Like give respect to get respect. This one is more about how you personally live your life. Okay. So this example is... I have to sh 
he has to see me do my 50 push-ups every morning. <laughs> Come here, buddy. <laughs> Sit yeah. down and watch. You gotta. Oh, it's kind of like Tiger's dad. Yeah, in the high chair for the two hours of golf footage every day when he was two years old. Mm -hmm. We got to get ready to start that soon. Yeah. So the example here is if you tell your daughter that money isn't everything and that other things in life are far more important, like spending time together, do you show up at the family dinner table every night instead of taking that promotion that will mean working late many nights? Not me. I always take the promotion. Or do you take that promotion because then you'll have more money for another car? her 16th birthday party, a vacation, or college tuition. I always do the promotion for that 16th birthday party. I love just throwing 16th <laughs> birthday parties. And you, it costs a lot of money if you want to throw them as much as I do. I don't think I can include that in this podcast. I think I might have to cut that out because the FBI going to be after us. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so then it says, do you mean what you say and say what you mean? Or do you let your temper and impatience get the best of you? So I don't know. Sometimes you talking to the dog. I think that that is a very valid point, <laughs> actually, because there's a lot of times like especially this time of year where in the Midwest, at least it's been like muddy and stuff. And yeah. then the dog will come in. and I'm like this fucking dog. And then I know, I know I do it that too. it's I wasn't not, trying to call you out. Well, that's OK. I know that he is going to uh, slowly start being like this fucking dog <laughs> except he won't he'll say it in his special way and then you'll start saying it in that special way too and that will actually be better because it will be like kind of censored you're right okay looks like come full circle parenting <laughs> expert brian Yippee. all right strategy number five discipline don't punish Okay. So you brought this up earlier when I was saying I didn't want to punish the babysitter. Yeah, by putting her in the corner. <laughs> but basically, the way he delineates between the two is that discipline is the consistent day-to-day, hour-to-hour grooming of a child Oof. to explore, is understand... Is that the language that he's using? Yeah, that might need some oh, updating. Oh, my word. <laughs> but anyway, we'll Let's ignore that part. paraphrase for the sake of not vomiting. Okay, so basically the goal is not to control... But the goal is to learn. It's an intentional process of developing winning attitudes and excellent character that directly impacts behavior. It's a measured response, carefully thought out in advance. Does he give examples? Uh-huh. To prepare okay. a child for the many situations he'll be example. faced with or is currently Less pros, facing. more examples. <laughs> well, first I have to tell you what punishment is. Okay, great. Punishment is a reaction to a specific circumstance. Reactions are based on the emotion of the moment rather than being a pre-planned response to a behavior. So I think discipline is like more thought of in advance, whereas punishment yeah. is like... Reactive, yeah. proactive versus reactive. Hundred percent. Right, that's great and all, but then you're at the you know amusement park or the kid's birthday party, and you know your kid pushes somebody down the stairs, and you're like, now what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just kind of like, well, we just gotta keep you know, dis just keep going with the discipline plan. Yeah. So I think the key point that he's trying to make is like not letting your temper be a part of it. Punishment a lot of times has to do with like a lashing out or a temper. And so that relates to what we were saying earlier in the book about not having an external reaction. Yeah, no, I agree so with that. Like, okay. But there is a measured response. Like I guess uh, some of the parenting literature and content that I have consumed recently talks about like removing your child from uh, that sort of situation. Mm -hmm. Like rather than, you know, trying to um, punish them. It's trying to remove them from the situation and then maybe trying to use things like storytelling or whatever to like paint the picture 
of like different choices that could have been made in that moment. Those kinds of things. Yes, 100%. And I think that is a disciplined thing, more so on the parents having discipline of like what we're saying of of really trying to be proactive about the reaction that you want your kid to have in certain situations and also prepping them. I think that's the biggest thing. Well, is that's like you what gotta he said, basically. you got to prep your kid for situations. You can't just be like dropping your kid in the middle of a sugar-filled birthday party and then not expect them to go nuts, you know, without like trying to really explain what they're going to see and experience and talk about how they might feel. You know what I mean? Sure. He says, children don't rebel against things they've been told to do. They rebel against things they're not told to do. Sorry. They're, they're told, told not, not to, to do. do. No, I got you. <laughs> Remove that and there's no rebellion. So right. just don't tell them not to do anything and then it's great. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. All right. Yeah, but, you know, we all know that that's easy to write in a book. And in the moment well, when your kid's trying to jump <laughs> off the couch, you're not going to be like, do please sit down nicely on the couch, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That ain't going to work. And there are unexpected situations. Like in your example about preparing for the birthday party, sometimes you happen upon a situation that you didn't prepare of for. Of course, yeah. Probably more times than not. All right. Strategy number six, stay the course. So this is basically just like... You having discipline. Keep on keeping on and your kid is going to turn out if you just keep doing the right things. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, there is obviously a roll of the dice, but yes. Go on. Number 7, minimize friction, optimize solutions. Okay. So, so this guy just started running out of stuff to uh, write in the book. <laughs> as as with most of these books, they get past like the second chapter and they're like, "Fuck. That really good idea I had for a book, I got kinda, me 30 pages." Yeah, I kind of I kind of thought it'd take me 200 pages and it only took me 20 pages. Yeah, so this chapter talks a lot about um, the different characteristics of like the firstborn born versus the middle child versus the youngest versus the only child. And the most important thing here, he says, is that every kid has to feel different and every kid has to feel special and what they need to feel special isn't the same. And so it's our job as parents to think about that and assess and make sure everyone feels special in their way. Hmm. He makes a lot of generalizations about like no <laughs> only children, youngest children. A psychologist writing a book about psychology, <laughs> making generalizations. Strategy number eight. Are you ready? I don't. Honestly, I don't think so. Keep the relationship first, comma always. As opposed to. And then it's one of your favorite quotes. They don't care what you know until they know that you care. Yep. I thought you liked that one. They don't care that you know. Yeah. Then he talks a lot about not forcing your kids into certain activities like music. Yeah. Or in this case, baseball. And actually I thought of you because there's a whole thing about the kid just wants to look for four leaf clovers and the parents are like, you got to go up to bed. Come on. And he's like, but I'm, I'm looking for a four leaf clover. And, I don't think your parents were forcing you into any activities. That's certainly not what I'm saying, but weren't you also kind of similar in this situation? Yeah. And I'm happy to throw my parents under the bus and say that they totally forced me into sports at an early age. But I am lucky that early on, um, because of those experiences, they realize, 
Oh, you know what? No, no, this kid is not a sports person. That that was after they sent me the sports sleepaway camp. <laughs> um, but you know, that's another story for another podcast and another day and another psychologist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, here's the thing: your kid is going to gravitate towards what they gravitate towards, good, bad, and otherwise. And I think the best thing you can do is. Enjoy the things that you enjoy in your house. We really enjoy music. So he sees us enjoying music. We're always singing and dancing and playing. And he then has a strong positive reaction to that. So I'm not going to ruin that by forcing him to practice or forcing him to do music. If he wants to do music, great. If he wants to just like dance and hang out and enjoy music, great. I'm happy to play for him. And he can just be an audience member. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything that, you know, I do think we will force piano lessons upon him. Uh, I do think we will force T-ball upon him. You know, there's certain things that we're going to enroll him in before he has the autonomy to make those decisions. So how do you feel about that? I feel like maybe you need to write the first third of a book because you seem to know a lot about how people should parent. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you're just over here slinging advice to everybody. What am I slinging advice to? You were saying about, you know, making music a fun activity that we all enjoy. And Oh, no, I'm not saying making it fun. I'm saying we are having fun already. Right, so right, he, right. Yeah, I think you weren't all, totally. I and mean, you may have zoned out during part of that. No, 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 no. You and I'm so glad we're recording because you were definitely framing it like an advice segment, which is nice. I'm not I'm not saying <laughs> an anything wrong with that, but you were definitely espousing wisdom upon our DFPs. Enjoy. Okay, you're right. I would say it's pretty general knowledge though that like if you <laughs> seem to enjoy things, your child will probably enjoy those things too. No? I think you've got a book on your hands, <laughs> Dr. Brian. Okay. Anyway. Should we go into Hilo Weird? Any final thoughts about the eight secrets? No, but thank you so much for bringing yet another incredibly interesting book <laughs> that is just filled with facts. Hello. Weird. Hit us with your high. You want to start, start with Let's start with the high? the high this week. Okay. Very exciting. We listen to Wheels on the Bus all the time. It's our son's favorite. He loves it. He smiles immediately when it comes on, no matter what was happening right before. It's an immediate tantrum stopper. It's our jam. It's, it's our, our jam. it's our house jam. Yes. And I was changing his diaper and I was singing it to him. And he started not only singing along, but like knowing what the next thing was. So I'd say like, the mommy's on the bus, go. And he went, shh, 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 without me saying it. Now. We're not even going to touch on the fact that this song is pretty sexist and the mommies say, shh, 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 and the daddies say, it is true, though. I love you. That is true. Wow. Um, mommies. Canceled. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then I said, oh my gosh, I got so excited. Then I said, the daddies on the bus say, and he went, I love you. And he knew the words. And then he went, all town. <laughs> And it was just so exciting. He really knew the words without me saying it, without me prompting. Yeah. It was so exciting. And we've listened to that song probably 10,000 times at this point. Right. But it is amazing. The other, I will also say my high, which relates to this exact thing. Great. 
I've been playing it on the piano for him and he'll be like Humble brag. anywhere in the house and he'll I'll just start playing it and he'll literally come running uh-huh. and then stand next to the piano and just spin in circles. Yes. And he doesn't do that with other songs that you play. Here's why it's interesting. It's exactly that. It's first of all, there's no lyrics, obviously. I'm playing it on the piano and I'm just playing the melody. Again, we get it. My God. <sighs> anyway, so it's just interesting that he like knows that melody. And that he, like, for whatever reason, it's, like, tickling that part of his brain. He really attaches to it, yeah. And then he, but, yeah, then I'll go into any other song, and he's, like, literally just walks away. So, I, it, it, I don't know. It's crazy, that song. Whoever why. wrote it, brilliant. I think brilliant. it was, like, Beethoven or something. I thought it was Taylor Swift. I think, I think you might be right. What's your weird? Um, What is my weird... Just like a lot of booger stuff this week. It's mm. not really a low, but it's just like there's this. My, I mean, I'll give you my low and my weird at the same time, actually. The low is just like this perpetual cough that has been just plaguing every kid basically in the Midwest. And with that comes my weird, which is just like there's just no way for a kid to like blow their nose. And, Mm -hmm. and I just want him to blow his nose one time. And if he blew his nose one time, he would have such relief, but he just can't. And so I have to like squeeze his nose and like get it all over the place and then wipe it. Cause that's like the only way that I can do it. And I'm not like sucking it out of his nose cause I'm not crazy. And we used to do that and I would just get sick all the time. Yeah. The so free to nose sucker never was great one of our device. Faves. I'll tell you what, great device. Like it definitely People love does. That thing. It does the thing that it's supposed to do, but and it La is fucking gross. <laughs> she did. Anyway. Um, and you actually did get sick. Yeah. I did like it. two or three times. So and I would I'll just be, be honest, like, oh, I, I have a sore throat. Even brave enough to try it. So yeah, I you were never, you. no, no, you were never brave, brave enough to look at me when I, I was know. doing it. You'd have to like go in the other room. I don't um, get the moms who are like, oh, it's so satisfying. Like, didn't so one of your friends say, say like, that. oh, I do it to myself. Yeah. A DFP said that. There you go. That's funny. Um, I mean, if I were congested, maybe I would try that. Some of our other friends are telling us to put earwax on shit and stuff like that. Well, too. Like, what, what did fuck? you find with that? I mean, it was successful, but anyway, um, <laughs> all right. What is your, let's go with the low first and then weird, unless you want to do a package deal like I did. No package. Um, my low is just like the eating issues we've been having. I don't think he ate more than true two bites of food today. All and, day. Uh, long time listeners know that our guy is an eater yeah. or he, he formerly <laughs> was an eater, like be. a major eater. Now to be fair, our, uh, well, I won't say what we call our pediatrician, but anyway, our pediatrician, he said, um, who we love, by the way. So he said he's going to be picky. Like it's going to ebb yeah, and flow. Everybody knows toddlers are picky. Of course. Oh, everybody course. knows. Everybody who's anybody knows. But like even his old standards, he loves berries. Obsessed. He would have eaten. Like all of me. Raspberry hey. trees. What? What's that? Because you said. Oh, his old standards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that one. So he won't touch a berry. He's done with berries. No cheese, no bread, no cheese. I mean, I already no, said cheese. No, he eats bread. Not really. Not really. I tried to give him a little bit today. No. And it's All just right. frustrating. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but have you ever realized that you pretty much always give him like cold food and the, there's no presentation there? You're just like throwing it on the plate. 
I try and do like, you know, (laughs) are you kidding me right now? Michelin star level meals. DFP, Alex, if you thought we were at odds before, (laughs) get ready. Are you kidding me, bro? (laughs) I make him such good meals that are gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous presentation. See, I think maybe we're just, we're, we're on different sides of no, that No, you know coin. what it is? You're still in bed when I'm serving him beautiful breakfast. So you don't even psych. see them. No, That's, no psych. That is a no. s- the psych of the century no. right there, my friend. No, you don't see the beautiful presentation that I'm bringing no. this child out at 6 a.m. Because you are still asleep. No. First of all, that is a bald-faced lie that you're telling. And second of all... Yeah, I, I not it doesn't really matter because he's not really eating it yeah, even when he it's warm. Did you eat your dinner tonight? That was beautiful. That I'll was tell beautiful, you. actually. It was nice, but he did not. He touch ate it. my lunch today, which also was beautiful. But yeah. Okay. Well. And then what was your uh, what's your weird? So he somehow along the way in the last week or two he's discovered that I can give him a horsey ride on my back, and yeah, he is completely obsessed. And he's gotten to the point where when he decides he wants a horsey ride, which is almost every second. Yeah, pretty much. He actually like physically uses all of his body weight to try and push me down. He is laughing while he's yeah, doing he's it. Yeah, he's joyful doing it. But he's like pushing as hard as he possibly can to get <laughs> me on the ground so that he can climb up and go ready for me to give him a horsey ride. And he started doing this in public places. And it's Wait, like, wait. What do you mean a public <laughs> place? I mean like our... Mom and taught workout class. Okay, that doesn't. That <laughs> first of all, you pay to participate in that in like a private space. Wait, paying to participate does not in a private space. Fine, That's but not there's public. a lot of people there. You're making it like you're going to the playground and he's throwing you <laughs> on the ground. Basically, well, it's just it's not warm enough right now to go to the playground. But when we do, I'm sure this will happen there. <laughs> so we're just like standing around chatting or sitting around you and him and me and the other people working out and he comes over and decides like he just tri- it's on trips lady. you throws you on the ground yeah and just starts physically pushing me and is just trying to get that horsey ride all the time okay well you do give in nine tenths of the time so well, maybe i need to take some advice from dr kevin Levin. just walk in the other room <laughs> we're not gonna have disciplined children not he's not throwing a tantrum though <laughs> But sometimes I say, horsey's too tired. And he says, I don't care, bitch. Get down. Well, that was my weird of the week. If your child just spins in a circle every time they hear wheels on the bus. If you love to just take out every book in the library, regardless of whether or not it makes any sense at all whatsoever or is rooted in any kind of like empirical science. If you present gorgeous crudite for your toddler and he still won't eat it. Well, first of all, crudite. Yeah. What do you think crudite is? I thought it was like charcuterie type thing. What? What do you mean? <laughs> like little bites of that are beautiful looking. Nope. What does it mean? It's like celery and like uh, carrots. So literally charcuterie. If you don't know what charcuterie is. Let's end this. It's, it's probably, probably okay. okay.